hey i had a really great time i would love to do that again so give me a call back um you never did call me to let me know you got in safely so i was just checking on you all right call me back Okay, I'm very confused. We went out, we had a good time, at least I thought we had a good time, and now you dodging me, you're not answering my calls. That's real crazy to me. Call me back. Call me back. Call me back. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Save the Date podcast. This is the Healthy Dating Preservation Podcast for millennials and everybody in between. Welcome to our special holiday edition of the Save the Date podcast. Ooh. No? Okay. Um, we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> we're gonna be. Talking oh, I didn't about... do the pickup line yet. This is premature. This is. Pre- I have to do the pickup line first. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped the gun. So this week isn't a pickup line. It's actually a fill in the blank because I think it would go really good with the show. Okay, so you gotta fill in the blank. <laughs> Wait, this. I'm like, I laugh at myself for thinking of this, but okay. I'm weak. A big, <laughs> fine woman. <laughs> Wait, you won't let me. You can't laugh because I'm trying to say. A big, fine woman will make you smile when she passes you. Is it my turn? You got to fill in the. Yes, you got to fill in the. Oh, blank. I didn't know. I thought you. Oh my God. <laughs> uh is this is this just think it through and <laughs> then is this back that do you need up? me to repeat it do you need me to repeat no, it no i heard what you said and i recognize it but i don't know the next slide i don't know the oh next slide i know i recognize it <laughs> but i don't know dang that girl sexy her mama got two Yes, I know, but <laughs> that's the rest. Like, no, I know, but is this um, is this back that thing up? Yes, that's what I thought, but I didn't know. I wanted you to fill in the blank, not guess the song. Oh, if you would have filled in the blank, then it would have clicked that it was the song. You just made it so awkward. Well, I knew what the song was. I didn't know the rest of the lyrics. That's what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> so was this oh you said it wasn't a pickup line because i was gonna say what the heck if somebody walk up to me and said, I'm gonna you just ruined the whole joke what? it was supposed like you were supposed to catch up on it after you said her mama got two and then you like oh back that thing up laugh ha ha okay fits in oh, with the story because uh... we're talking about families you know, yeah. I'm sorry. I ruined it. My dad's a pastor. I wasn't allowed to listen to the unedited version of Girl, you know that whole song, front to back, <laughs> up and down, side to side. I am sorry, Mr. Williams. Your daughter know that song. Wait, because when I was 11, I found this time capsule. You know how we used to do that when we were younger before? Like, okay. I found this time yes. capsule at my parents' house, and it was like, what are your favorite things or whatever? And uh, mind you, I was 11 years old and it was like, what's your favorite song? And I put back that thing up on there. <laughs> what? Imani? <laughs> why was that your favorite song at 11? And why would you be foreshadowing the whole rest of your entire life? Like, 
Girl, I just knew. I knew that my life was And why were you proud enough to put that on that paper? Girl, we made those at school. So I'm at school. I went to this, like, at that point, I was going to this, like, white (laughs) uh, elementary school. So I was really bold. Like, I'm sitting in this class with all these white people. And I know we had to share aloud. I don't remember it, but I know for sure. We had to share these out loud. So I'm in class, like, my favorite song is Back That Thing Up. Back That Thing Up. And I, <laughs> and I wrote Thang. Like, it was T-H-A-N-G. Like, I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. I was yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, welcome to our special holiday edition of this wonderful podcast that you guys keep tuning into. Um... <laughs> We are doing an episode about, you know, the holiday time is sometimes like if you've been dating someone, the holiday time season is around the time when you might be meeting families for the first time. So this episode will be a little less of us talking than normal and more of us sharing people's stories about how they met their significant other's families. So this should be fun. We didn't read a lot of these in advance, so we're going to be just as y'all. Um, right. But first, let's start with our little digging the scene segment where we just kind of give some of our own background on the topic. Um, so at what point in the relationship do you want to meet or be introduced to like families or start introducing your family? Kim? Uh, I never like to introduce people to my family, <laughs> to be honest, because I'm so... You might make it and you might not. So I don't really want to have to explain <laughs> to my family when you're not around no more. Um, and my family is also really, I be nervous my friends come around my family sometimes. Like my family is the most, both sides. My mama's side, my mom is from the South and my dad is from Jamaica. So oh, it's Lord. like one extreme to the next. And my grandmothers <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> are awful (laughs) they're very loving they are but like my my grandma on my dad's side I mean like for one um people who have not ever been exposed to Jamaican people they probably would like she would be a lot for because I mean she she's not going to just like speak in patois like to where you can't understand but she has a very heavy accent and um, Jamaican women are spicy, so they ain't even got to have an attitude to be going off. Like, they, that's just how they talk. Like, she literally sounds like she's arguing all the time. Like, yeah. Rachel has met my grandmother, and she she loves her. Because my grandma can cook, so it's like, if you like Jamaican food, you can be her best friend. But you got to be sitting in a room and listen to her talk. Um, <laughs> then my southern grandmother, that thing there... As she gets older, she has gotten a lot nicer, but this is also the same grandma that this lady, like, closed the door in her face uh, when we went to my birthday dinner one time. Well, she didn't close it, but she didn't hold it open for her, and my grandma swung her umbrella at that lady's head. It barely missed her. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. So just so y'all have a feeling of the matriarchs of my family, so you know where I'm going with that. They're missed on both sides. Um, I've never introduced any male to my father ever in my life. He probably does not know that I've ever had a boyfriend. <laughs> he probably thinks I'm a virgin, honestly. Like, I've yes. never introduced. I hope he I remember one of them. I hope he doesn't. Because then he's going to be like, oh, he so you're not. no virgin. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Dad, I, I carry my body with pride. I promise. 
But um, he, um, I remember when I was seven, I told him I had a crush on a boy, and he said that he was. So my dad is Jamaican, and he is also very crazy, and he's also been in the military and a whole lot of things. Oh, I, at seven years old, I said I had a crush on this boy at school because we had just moved to a new city, and he had called to see how we were adjusting to our school. And I told him that I liked this boy. And he said that he was going to fly down there and break the little boy's leg. We were seven. Uh. <laughs> so I was traumatized. So I just have never told my dad about a guy. Because I feel like it needs to be something serious because my dad is very intimidating. So it needs to be somebody who feels like it's worth meeting him and him doing the most. And then my mama, she... I will never forget, I had a graduation party when I was in high school, and the guy that I had been dating for a while, he was older than me, he was in college, so he kind of stood out like a sore thumb when he came to my graduation party. Um, and I didn't realize how bad till he ended up telling me he met my mama. I was like, what you mean you met my mama? And he was like, she walked up to me when I was getting my food and was like, you must be Tanner. Oh, I didn't mean to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have it. But <laughs> honestly, you can leave it in there because I don't care what they're going to do. But um, so I was like, that, that's really embarrassing that she came and talked to you. Because so the next day she was like, I met Terrence. I was like, how'd you meet him, mother? Who to, who told you we were? She was like, I just went up to the tallest person in there. I knew he didn't go to high school. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. Other than that, though, um, honestly, playing sports is how I met a lot of people. Now, at this age, I don't know what would be appropriate. I let them talk to my mother if I'm on FaceTime because um, I'm a little bit more comfortable now. But it still has to be somebody that I really like. And I still don't refer to them as my boyfriend. when I, I just be like, this is my friend. Because my mama calls them my little, little friend, friend anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's so black. Everybody can <laughs> Girl, you have a I'm like, with you this time. Like, girl, this right. been my boyfriend for the last six years. He is not my little friend. And he ain't kid. little. Stop. <laughs> like, nothing about him is small. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> but, so yeah, for my. <laughs> for real. But, for, so for my side, I don't know. I'm always really hesitant about stuff like that. I'm very protective of my family, but I'm also protective of, like, my friends and people that I am dating so i i just try to make sure that it's a balance before i introduce them because my sister i swear i think she didn't try to marry every person she done dated so they all have been Girl, on family vacations yours. with us fishing trips like <laughs> no matter what it is they've all been to everything birthday dinner thanksgiving christmas i always she thought that like everybody she that is so funny Girl. <laughs> i think everybody my sister dated was an orphan because they like literally like move in with us <laughs> when she's dating them i'm like do you let them see their family or do they just no they just come with us all my right my sister gets mad that because she she she's one of those people that will be like wants you to meet them like right away because she's just like She's proud of them. It ain't just because she's right. really into them or whatever. She's like, yeah, and I want you to meet him. And I always tell her, I don't want to meet them. Like, you've been talking to me right. I don't want to meet him. Like, if you bring him around, that's cool. But I'm not going to make it a point to be introduced to this young man. I don't care that much. Like, I really don't. I don't. I want you to be able to date your men however you want to date them. I will meet them when the time is right. But don't be trying to set up nothing for me to be. I, I don't want to talk to them on the phone. 
tell them, don't call me sis. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm, I was, I'm that kind of person. My sister had to but, but I'm the younger sister, though. So it kind of benefited me oh, no, I'm the growing oldest. up because then I became like his baby sister. So he was really nice to me and got me what I wanted. And like he, of course, always had a car. Whoever she was, they always had a car. So that was our ride everywhere. So my family, I am... I don't know. It's iffy with me if you meet my family. But on the flip side, I think guys are more open to... Well, the older I've gotten, it's kind of different. But, like, guys that I've dated, I always knew their moms. Like I said, a lot of that, like, in high school and stuff, it was because I played sports. But I don't know. It just... With guys, I don't know if they even be having a time in their mind. Like, I've never dated a guy that's like, oh, this is a really big deal for you to come meet my mama. It's like they all be mama's boys, so they want you in her face all the time anyways. They always want to be I there. don't know. Like, I don't know if it's that they're mama's boys or that it's just really not that big of a deal for a lot of guys. Because I can mm-hmm. I can count on one hand and have three fingers left to tell you how many dudes I dated <laughs> have met my family. And I can right. and I can rattle off a list of names of guys that I dated or whatever whose mothers or dads or whoever that I'm, I met and I'm probably still close to them because parents love me, okay? Um, <laughs> okay. But, like, well, I know growing up, I didn't really do that too much dating anyway. Like, right. I was obsessed with one guy anyway. So I, but he never met my parents. Like, he still to this day has never met my parents. And we dated for a long time, for many years. And he has never met my parents. And I did that on purpose because he just, <laughs> You know, we were off and on, off and on, off and on. And I don't introduce people to my parents if they're not like, mm-hmm. a staple item in my life. But, you know, when I'm you're younger and you're going on a date. Yeah. But, you know, when you're younger <laughs> and you're dating, if a guy was coming to pick me up at the house, uh, you thought you wasn't going to meet, like, at least say hello to my parents. Like, so mm-hmm. there's I've never maybe, had that like, maybe like two guys who picked me up from the house that my parents met. Actually, one. And the other one, we dated my freshman year of high school, and his little brothers are my sister's best friends. So our family, mm-hmm. like, they, we just met because we were all really close. But <clears throat> as far like as far as like formally meeting my parents, first of all, let me say this: my dad is a pastor, so I rarely had to like a, a prominent pastor back home. I rarely had to mm-hmm. introduce anybody to my dad because they already knew him. Like everybody right. knew my dad. Everybody. You know, anybody can walk up to him and say, hey, Pastor Williams, whoop de whoop Like, it, I didn't really need to introduce him to guys that I was dating because they would take it upon themselves to do it. But they wouldn't tell him that we were dating. They just would be like, yeah, I talked to your dad. And I'm looking at them like, you think he's special? Like, half the city talks to him. <laughs> but but um, just a couple of guys that I would bring like we would be having something at the house and maybe I had been talking to him for a while and they, and my mom would be like, well, invite so-and-so. So literally like two. One, okay, so this is what my dad does. He's not really that, he's not purposefully intimidating. He doesn't really try to like press up on guys or tell them that he's going to kill them or anything like that. What he does is talks to them. You know, he's real cool. He's such a cool person, really down to earth. He's not really like, He's not the kind of pastor that speaks in Bible scriptures all the time. Like, he's just going to talk to you. So he talks to mm-hmm. him, and if we at the house, he asks them if they want to come play pool, right? 
And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, sure, you know, people like playing pool. My daddy runs these young men on this pool table. Like, <laughs> he's, he's like a pool shark. It's embarrassing. <laughs> like, I wake oh my up God. Up, like, yeah, your dad just beat me in like six straight games of pool. I'm embarrassed. And I'm like, well, I didn't tell you to go down there with him. <laughs> but he's so cool. Like, they'd be down there, like, talking and everything. So, you know, it's never any smoke. Um, But I know I don't bring men around my family until I'm ready, ready, ready for them to meet him. My last serious, serious boyfriend met my family. We had just gotten together in October and the holidays mm-hmm. were coming up and we were in college. Um, and uh, I was like, so are you going home for the holidays? And he was like, yeah. Are you going home for the holidays? I was like, yeah. And at this point, you know, we're still, we're still new. We had just officially made it official in October, but we had been dating for months. So mm-hmm. we were kind of like at the point where we didn't want to, you know, Christmas break is like two weeks. I didn't want to not see him for two weeks. And he was gone, like obsessed with me. So he didn't want to not see me for two weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, and we, my family's from Kentucky. His family's from Memphis. So they're mm-hmm. not that far away from each other. And we didn't want to make the drive alone either. So we just decided that we would spend half of our break at my family's house and ha- the other half of his and so it didn't register to me it didn't register to me that he was about to meet my family like like really officially meet my family as my first serious serious boyfriend mm-hmm. until we were almost at the house and I was like oh my god wait like I have to be like oh guys this is my boyfriend because I didn't really have boyfriends I just had guys that would take me on dates occasionally right like every few years so right. I was like, oh my, I have to like tell my parents he's my boyfriend and like, they're going to make us sleep in diff- separate rooms. Are they going to be weird? Like I was just thinking those things, like <laughs> gonna be weird about it. Like what's my sister going to think? And I'm go- he's going to go to church with us and my church family's going to meet him. I was just like freaking out at this point. And so we get to my house, we meet, he meets my parents. Everything goes so smoothly. Yes. My dad ran him on the pool table. Um, and we, we ate and we just had a really good time we did sleep in separate rooms because my parents do not play that <laughs> and then, I feel them and then I remember like I was I was nervous but not nervous that they wouldn't like him just nervous about the fact that he was about to meet my family oh my god so let me tell you about the first time I met my uh, my ex-boyfriend's niece so oh, we're Lord. sitting on the couch. Them the worst ones. Them kids, they so honest. She, at the time, she was three, maybe four. Um, mm-hmm. She's the cutest little kid. Like, I loved her. Like, as soon as I met her, I was like, oh, my God, I love her so much. She's so cute and chocolate. And so I just, like, she just became my little best friend. But the first time I met her, we were sitting on the couch. She's really funny, and this has nothing to do with the fact that we met her, but it was something really funny that she said. She, we, walked, we were walking into the living room, and there was a folder sitting on the couch. It was propped up. I don't know what this was about. There was, like, a little red folder. It was propped up on the couch like a folder that a child might have taken to school with them. Propped up on the couch, and the TV was on. And we walked in. She was talking to me about something, you know, something that children talk about. I don't know. She was just rambling. And so I'm like, for real? You know, just talking to her. We walked in the, in the living room, and she stopped, and she stopped talking and she said, Who let this photo watch TV? 
And I bust out laughing <laughs> because it was propped up like it was watching TV. <laughs> but the thing that, that she said so to cute. me after that was, she sat, we sat down on the couch. She said, so you my uncle's other girlfriend? And I said, Ooh. and you know, kids would tell on you. So I was like, I'm you heard me just say alarm. me too. I know. So I wasn't going to act alarmed. I was just going to see where she was going to go with it. And I said, his other girlfriend, I guess so. And I said, well, what's, what's his first girlfriend like? And she said, I don't know. Her name is, um, I think she said like Savannah or something like. And I was like, oh, <laughs> she was like, I said, have you met her? She was like, yeah, she comes, she's here all the time. And then she said, she upstairs. And I said, what? Oh. And she said, she upstairs. <laughs> I'm about to go get her. So by this time, I was already kind of cool with his sister-in-law. So I went to her mm -hmm. and I was like, so your baby told me that your brother has another girlfriend named Savannah. And she bust out laughing. She said, did she say she was about to go get her? I said, yeah. She said, girl, that's her imaginary friend. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I was finna go. <laughs> we was finna have a murder scene up in this mug. <laughs> Somebody was getting dealt with on today. If so he had another cute. girlfriend named Savannah. But she did. She went upstairs and got Savannah, and we sat on the couch and talked to her in the folder. And it was cute. Oh, my um, God. That is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have any horror stories about meeting families. So, I don't but know like, if I have okay, horror stories. Naturally, when you meet people's families or when they meet yours, there's a little bit of nervousness or apprehension that comes with it. What are you nervous about? when you are doing the meeting your family for me um <clears throat> for meeting for people meeting my family um for one my parents have been divorced for a very long time so I'm always it it definitely has to be somebody that I'm serious about because for one we got to go across country for you to even meet everybody so if we're gonna put it right, on that's effort, another thing we better be bad about it and then um <laughs> I mean <laughs> You just, you are really on like no limits today. <laughs> about it, about it. <laughs> I don't really be having no hesitation of meeting their family outside of the females having a stank attitude. That's the only thing I be worried about because I know that's gonna make me act funny. Um, I just keep I keep the relationship genuine because my thing I'm either gonna be one or two ways. Either I'm just gonna be your brother's girlfriend. Or me and you can be friends, but understand that I'm not trying to be your friend to benefit myself in the relationship because I'm secure in my relationship. So if you want to be friends with me, we can be friends. But if you think that I'm going to be that girl that's going to like give you the whole world because I think that you're going to go tell your brother that you really like me, I'm not that girl. I am not. Yeah, I do right. not try to compete uh, and get close to. The, I ha I really hate when girls do that, and I actually feel bad for them when they do that. That's another thing that worries me too, because I don't have the type of personality that is I'm I'm outgoing in that I'm not shy, but I'm not outgoing mm -hmm. in that I try really hard to make friends or to build relationships. Right. So in the event that my significant other's family did not like me, it wouldn't shake me at all. Like it wouldn't be like I wouldn't be like, Oh, what do I have to do to you know, like, oh maybe I should invite them to it wouldn't I wouldn't care. And that is mm -mm. what I'm worried about, too, because I don't want to make I don't want to purposely make a rift in the family. But if they didn't have a reason not to like me, I wouldn't be pressed about the fact that they didn't like me. It would, I wouldn't be trying to figure out ways to get to know them better 
I would just, you know, be doing what I normally would do. Talk to them when I see them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mean and nasty or anything like that. But I know that there are people's families who think that when you get a significant other, that significant other is supposed to do the most to get you guys to like them. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. That's foreign to me. That is a very foreign concept. I, what do I look like? Like, y'all are not no better than my family. And my family would never treat your son this way. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I just wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm just so like, I can't believe your mom doesn't like me. Like, what do I have to do? Or like, they would be invited to whatever they wanted to come to. They would not be allowed to disrespect me, though, because I, again, exactly. my family does not act like that towards people. So I don't. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't be a thing for me to be trying so hard to make friends or whatever. That type of stuff, if it doesn't come naturally and your family is trying hard not to like me, I will just wait until they get over it. Because if I'm not going nowhere, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, For families that, from the flip side, if I'm dating somebody whose family is nasty like that, I'm not going to say that they ain't going to have an effect, effect on our relationship. Because it would if you're not in charge of it. Like, yes, I that had would friends be whose mom, yeah, like I had, had friends whose moms like got drugged by their families. And I have friends, I have a friend, Lord Jesus. She has fought her boyfriend's mama. I would never do anything like that, first of all. Right. Because for one, boyfriend, how did it get that far? I would never do anything like that. And for me, it's like, you got to get up in the middle of this. You need to, because like I said, I'm very protective of my family, but I'm very protective of my friends and whoever I'm dating too. Like, Uh, yes, I'm not going to allow somebody to respect you disrespect you treat you any kind of way make you feel bad listen i'm the type of person i know my family they can piss me off and i still talk to them a week later so if i bring a friend around and y'all make them feel uncomfortable guess what we both leaving i'm not like i'm not about to sit there and let you treat them any kind of way just like i would never let somebody come with me friend whatever into anybody's house and i speak to everybody in the house because that's how i was raised so you you can be shy but you better open up your mouth and say hi if you're in my grandma's house like and then it wouldn't be no issue. I'm just, I'm like that. But if I'm dating a guy that is going to let his family talk about me and act crazy and not like get some type of control over that, because they ain't got to like me, but especially if we're seriously dating and we're considering marriage, because I'd be dang if my husband ain't telling them like, this is my wife. So at the end of the day, y'all right, respect right. It. it ain't no y'all going to respect it or y'all just going to respect it because this is my wife. That's the type I would not be in any other type of situation. It, like yeah, if I'm dating a guy and he got either. kids and the baby mama don't like we, something got to be figured out because I'm not about to have that type of stress on me. The man needs to be if if that's your people, you need to control it. You need to have a conversation yeah, with whoever like you got to have a conversation aggression. with. I don't like passive aggressive people. Period. But I don't either, especially Jesus. in a relationship. Like if you can't. And and I understand you cannot control your family. I'm not asking you to control right. them. What I am saying is you need to be able to protect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be getting... Your mother should not be able to say any and everything about me. Your sisters, Ever. cousins, or whatever, and you let it slide. And I expect the same for... Like, if I were to ever talk slick about your mama, I would expect you to check me on. But I don't expect to be getting, I, and I don't talk crazy about people's mamas because I, I would never do that. Something about my mama, or exactly, my like and I, that's awkward. Again, if I, I feel don't that play about, about that, mama. like no, right? Plus, yeah, girl, so, I wish somebody would talk about my mom. If we, if I'm beefing with your mama like that, I ain't that ghetto type. I don't argue with my boyfriend, so 
I'm not about to argue with your mama. If I don't like her, I'd probably right. just break up with you. If it's that bad. Again, <laughs> like, I, again, I'm not going to be pressed. If your mother has things to say about me, she don't like me or whatever, that's on her. I'm not going to go back and forth with your mother. We don't have to talk because I'm your girlfriend and we're not married and we don't have to get married. So until it becomes an issue issue, then it's... And like you said, if it becomes too much of an issue, I'm not opposed to just being like, look, your family hates me and you don't seem to have a problem with that. So, you know, it's been real, but bye. Like, I can't deal with that type of drama because my family does not bring that drama. I didn't grow up like that. I didn't grow up watching people hate each other's husbands and talk crazy to them and fighting. And I didn't grow up like that. Right. I don't want to be married into that if I can help. Yeah, that's for me. Well, let's wrap up this section. Uh, We talked about the good and the bad of meeting people's families in this digging the scene. Now we're going to move on to some of the Rescue Me segment, which will be a lot longer this time because we have um, stories to share. And by the way, guys, I've learned that when I listen to our show, I can't read that well. Like I can, but... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not great with reading out loud. And I, I say that, like, usually That's a lot of pressure. I, I don't know. If, right? I don't know if it's because I'm in front of this computer and I don't be having my glasses on, but, like, I sound like I am just stumbling when I listen. And I'm like, why am I the one that does (laughs) rescue me? I sound crazy. I guess because I'm comparing myself to Crystal. And when she reads, she's like, hers just be so smooth. I don't know if she pre-reads the story or what. Girl, they've been doing that podcast for like five years. She has had a lot of practice. (laughs) That's true. Well, in five years, hopefully I can read a story without being like, excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is meeting of the family. So I met my fiance. Yes, fiance. That makes me so happy every time. Yay! I met my fiance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and since you listening to this, <laughs> just know I want an I want an invitation. Okay. All right. We, we whisper. <laughs> we gonna throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. You you can even put us at the front and let us host the red carpet, girl. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So I met my fiance's family on Father's Day, but it was completely unexpected. I had just come back from a bachelorette party, so I was hungover (laughs) with bags under my eyes, my hair all over my head, and probably smelled like a bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, he picked me up from the airport, and just as he was helping me get my bags in the house, he asked that I want to go to his place for dinner and meet his folks. I hit him with the major side I like stir. I can't hear her saying it. I look a mess. I know. I was Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you tell me beforehand this was an option? Of course, I showered, changed clothes, and offered to drive. But when I went to my car, I had a boot on it. How? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> my parking sticker had fallen off. <laughs> right. My parking sticker had fallen off, and I forgot to find a way to put it back uh, before I left. So I argued and waited over an hour for the boot man to come get this boot off my car. So off we go. I had no clue we would be driving an hour <laughs> to get there or who would be there when I arrived. We walked in. The, we walked in, and the whole family was there, black and white. <laughs> she got the the hand on the oh, chin. Lord. You shady. <laughs> He never told me his brother was dating a white girl. So I was, so I was, confused. 
So I was confused to see this white chick in a black woman's kitchen like she knew what she was doing. Well, I guess she was used to the madness because before I even got to say hello to everybody, his mama had me in the kitchen chopping vegetables for a salad. Don't you love when you're welcome that way? Yes. If she lets you in her kitchen to help cook, she likes you, okay? Because otherwise she'd be like, "Um, your little friend can go in the living room. Uh uh-uh, uh, not in my. He family. left me. It ain't even. A, it ain't even a matter of whether you can cook. It. Uh, you ain't finna sit down. Do done. something. Like, <laughs> like, you gotta get up and help. <laughs> Do something. Make the Kool Aid. <laughs> right. He left me in there all day, and it was so awkward because I'm not the best cook, and I was just waiting on her to ask about a recipe, <laughs> and I would have. <laughs> she is so stupid. I would have politely grabbed my keys and went back home because I wouldn't have an answer. She, I wouldn't have the answer. She, oh, no, excuse me. Let me read this in Rakitra's writing and voice. I would have grabbed my keys and went back home because I would not have Nan answer. <laughs> she was looking for it. All in all, once we sat down to eat, it was cool and everybody was nice. And now we'll be, we'll all be official family real soon. Oh, that's so Yay. cute. And that is such like a black introduction to a family. Except yes. for the white girl being in the kitchen. But that's definitely an introduction hey, to my family. Because my too, girl, my uncle loves him some white women. His wife is white, so that's girl, definitely like an introduction to my family. I love white women. <laughs> I got a white auntie. I love I her. I got a white auntie, too. And before her, it was my Amy Bird. She was white, too. And then before her, it was January. But January broke up with my uncle because I accidentally told him that we seen some girl one time. Yeah, that my summer <laughs> my summer break got cut real short that year. <laughs> my grandma I cannot believe my mama, <laughs> my grandma called my mama and told her she had to come get us because she don't like no disrespectful kids just running their mouth about stuff. That's I would that never forget hilarious. that. I was like six years old. I was like, bro. I didn't know I was supposed to keep it a secret. I like that girl that we seen. They broke up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me read a shorter one. So we asked on Facebook, like we were asking, we put this on our Facebook about, on our personal Facebook, just asking people for these stories or whatever. And a couple people shared. So this one is from Tommy. Um, He said, the first time I ever, ever, ever met her family, Tommy is engaged also. He just proposed to his girlfriend. Earlier Yay! Year. Congrats, guys! Um, right. So, the first time I ever, ever, ever met her family, I was spending most of my time at her house. When her mom walked in the front door, the first place she went to was the closet and started pulling stuff out and found my bag with all my clothes. So, the uh. first thing she did was yell to her husband, Oh, he living here! I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> And he said he got an awkward stare from her father. And that was his first <laughs> meeting with her parents. First of all, her mama is crazy. Yes. Oh I would have been mortified. I probably would have left and be like, okay, all right. Um, thank you. <clears throat> okay, here's another letter from the email from April. She saw our status on Facebook and sent in her story. So here it goes. She says, I have known my boyfriend since we were 10 years old. Same church, but it wasn't until about eight months after we started dating that I met his extended family. I went to Easter dinner at his grandmother's house, and when it and when it was time to eat, she said to me, "Don't you fix no man's plate. You fix his plate, and he thinks he owns you." 
Yes, Granny. So, so she looked over at Bay's little sister and said, I know I don't have to tell that one over there, but I'm going to tell you too. And then she looked at her own little friend, and little friend is in quotation marks. She said, <laughs> you know, old folks don't believe in having boyfriend and girlfriends. <laughs> and she said the friend's name had a good wife, and she fixed his plate for him and whatnot, but I don't do that. And she said, I immediately thought to myself, yes, these are my people. And I know there's a huge who fixes plates for whom and when debate. And personally, I believe people should live their best lives doing whatever makes them happy. But as for me and my house, we typically fix our own plate. And finding that random similarity between Bay's family and my own was definitely confirmation that I had chosen the right partner. Oh, that's that's so cute. All right. I definitely feel her there, though. I I hate that. Um. Look, oh, if you're hungry, fix, fix your plate. plate. It's not that serious. If you're hungry, fix your plate. That's about all it is. <laughs> Don't know a woman in my family fix. No, I didn't see that till I went to somebody else's house. And that could be because my mom was will, divorced. I don't know. Not, we will, but it's not like a thing in our house, though. Like, it's not like, okay, all the women get together, fix all your men's plate. Like, it's not that serious. Just get up. Get your food. Girl, first of all, in my yeah. family, if that ain't your husband and you fixing his plate, they're going to tell you to put it down and tell him to come get his own food. <laughs> <laughs> my family is a very they are a very large advocate i mean it's some stuff of course that you can do in relationships and stuff like that but they don't be playing that about you going through changes and doing all this type of stuff for folks that ain't your husband so i feel granny i heard that okay well thank you for sharing april and thank you for your well wishes we appreciate it and thank you for listening okay so let me, oh, let's see we got one more story to share from the email this person would like to remain anonymous um, so we're making up names for them. Candace, you got a name? Prince. Okay, Prince is for the first person, and Brandon is the second person. Cool. These are made-up names. So Brandon told me ahead of time, and he said we don't have to meet her. He said, well, at least he thought he was protecting me from her. So his mom asked, we sit down at dinner, and his mom asked me, what are your intentions with my son? And she asked me what I do for a living. And then she said, do you think this is just a phase? Talking about his sexual orientation. Right. So me, this is Prince. He said, I've been out. He says to the mother, I've been out and gay since I was 16. All of my parents know, both of my fathers and my mother. This isn't a phase. Trust me, it isn't. And I didn't choose Brandon. He chose me. He told me he was emotionally available unavailable so i paid him no mind but every day when i get out of <laughs> wait because he's saying this oh. to her mother and i know this shook her <laughs> oh my said, god i just read it <laughs> he, t- he told me he was un- emotionally unavailable so i paid him no mind but every day when i get out of his bed i think when will this oh. end but it hasn't yet <laughs> so she was taken aback of course and she goes on to mention what she does and how she got how she just got her bachelor's a year ago and how she is working towards her master's checkmate. Since we're measuring <laughs> who has the deepest hole, <laughs> it's coming I know for I have both. Mama. <laughs> I know I have both my bachelor's and master's. One of which gave me Ooh. the ability to be an assistant manager, but I also do music for pageants and stage shows and performances. Not to mention, I just finished cooking for Brandon and his best friend. So we're only sitting here because he said he wanted something to eat. So she was invited to eat dinner with them. 
and said, place forty dollars on the table. This is for your meal and and his tip. Ooh. Oh wait. So he didn't cook. He invited them out to dinner. And he said, Tell me more about your master's program. Ooh, he is okay, they're really measuring one another at this point. That's what I'm saying. He's like they're like reading one another right mm -hmm. now. So wait, he put forty dollars on the table or his mama did? He did. The boy's mom. As he was oh, saying, ooh. yeah. No, yeah. Oh, as Lord. as Prince was saying, um, he he had already cooked for Brandon and his friends, but because the mama wanted something to eat and he wanted to meet her, they went out to eat. Oh, so okay. he put put the forty dollars <laughs> on the table for for her meal and for the tip, and he said, "Tell me more about your master's program." He said Brandon smiled so hard and gagged at the same time. And after a while, she said, Brandon, don't lose him. I really like him. Oh, that's that's a good ending. That's story cute. Because like that, that could have... It is, because I didn't know how that blow. was about to go. That $40 on the been. table. I'd have been like, baby, who do you think you had dinner with? <laughs> that's when you got to sit to the side like, you trying to fight? <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you? Right. Well, let's just move all these dishes out the way, because obviously you want to rumble, like... What's going on? You right clearly want to fight. You don't think I got forty dollars? Like what you what you saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> but that that was a good ending to that story. Okay. So how would you feel um about not meeting somebody's family? Like if y'all have been dating a while, would that be a red flag for you? That's a really good question. Because on the one hand, I'm very nonchalant about these things. And we would have to be seriously dating for me to feel away about the fact that I haven't met your family because I don't usually want to meet people's families until then. You know what I'm saying? But if we are talking a little bit more seriously and, you know, we're talking about future, like when, because there's a point at, in a lot of people's relationships where you start talking about future things, not necessarily mm -hmm. always marriage or anything. But you'll be talking like, well, what if I, you know, bringing up scenarios and like talking about things that might happen in the future. So if we're there and you don't want to invite me to things the way your family is going to be, it will be a red flag for me. Like if you actively mm -hmm. don't invite me to family events or a birthday, like, and your family's going to be there and you telling me we got to celebrate separately or something like that, I am going to at least ask, like, so what's the deal with your family? Why you don't want me to meet them? Because it could be mm -hmm. about me, but it could also be about his family. What if there's something right. going on his, in his family that he doesn't want to expose me to or something like that? But I don't know. I just feel like if there comes a certain time in a relationship where the two of you are family, we're always mm -hmm. together. We're always sharing everything. Or, you know, if I'm hungry, I'm not going to make sure you eat, too. Like, you know, where we build, we become each other's chosen family. So if you can't introduce me to the family you were born with i'm gonna wonder why not i'm not gonna immediately be like oh no there's something fishy going on here but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna wonder why what's going on yeah so for me um i definitely see that as a red flag honestly because i've seen the outcome of stuff like that and how that typically goes there's a reason why you're not being brought around um and honestly a lot of times it ain't because of their family it's literally because either one they are dealing with somebody else or two, like, they may not be taking the situation as serious as you think. So, like, me, for example, um, I've dated a guy, and we were dating for a while. Like, um, it was actually the guy in Omaha. So, like, 
he like I said, he knew he knew she came. So for me, I didn't have a family there, but he knew my family there, if that makes sense. Like he knew my friends. He knew my pastor because that's my pastor's Neo. Um, so he already knew my pastor. That's how I met him anyways at a church event. But he knew my friends. He was always around my friends. Like every, my mom had even met him actually when she went to when she um came to Omaha. But like when we first started talking, um, we might have started talking in like November and mine and his birthday, not even twenty days apart, I don't think. Me for I was like, you know, I would include him in my birthday. Da 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 da. His birthday comes around and like he's not even saying he's gonna do anything. And so I was like, So what are you doing for your birthday? He's like, Oh, well my family's having me a birthday dinner. And I'm like, Okay, so what's that gonna look like? Like and he never was like I could come or anything and then he was like, Well, I just got out of this long distance relationship and I just don't wanna bring anybody around and get them attached to my family, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's understandable. He had been with that girl for a while and I think people thought they was going to get married or whatever. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, as we continue to date, like it's like every time he couldn't come to something or he wasn't around, Oh, I had to go to this birthday party. Oh, I had to go do that. Oh, I had to go spend time with my family. Oh, I had to go do this. I had to go do that. And it was like, it seemed like he was trying to keep like, me and that other part of his life separate. Not to say that I felt some type of way about not meeting his family, but there comes a point that it's like, if you don't want me to be included in those parts of your life, like, That's exactly we only right. gonna go but so far. Because, like, it, it just seems, this, like, I don't get to get all of you. I'm getting a portion of you. But, like, there's mm-hmm. all these things that you care about that you enjoy that I never see. And it's, like, just intentionally being put separate. So that's when, like, it really became an issue for me. Because, like, even to be honest, like, I met his mom before because I stayed the night at their house. Like, I've, I've met his mom. I met his stepdad. Um, I mean, I really didn't have, like, no long conversation so with her. So it was moment know. that he didn't want to include you in, not just, like, right. I can't see my family. Yeah. I yeah, it's like those important moments. So that was a red flag for me because I'm like, okay, well, clearly this isn't going anywhere. Serious. Mm-hmm. Because if it was, you would want me to be a part of that. Like, you would want to share those type of things with me. Um, so, and it does depend on who you date. For me, like I said, with him, I was spending a whole lot of time with him. I didn't have family in, in Omaha. So like, as much as I was around him, like, just like my friends, like, like you said, he became like family to me too. So it was like, so for you to be trying to live this life and then have the whole rest of your life so separate for me, it was a problem. I didn't like it. Like, I felt yeah. like you that's showing me that you're not taking this serious. And if that's the case, we shouldn't be around each other like we are like he was always around literally the reason he met my mom is because we were so used to being together it just made sense for him to come around while my mom was there because that's how much he was around now that you're saying that i think i've been guilty of this before because i told i said this on an earlier episode of the podcast that i have different facets of my life like there's different areas of my life and some of those overlap and some of them don't there are people that I'm really really close with that have never met other people that I'm really really close with there are people Mm -hmm. my family has never met or maybe never even heard of but those are people that I'm really close to and I know like one time I was dating a guy and I intentionally did not want things to get serious but we did spend a lot of time together because we really enjoyed each other's company but I had said up front that this wasn't going to get serious because I wasn't ready for that yet. But that's why I understand how you feel, too. Because if you wanted yeah. something more serious with someone, 
and they're not trying to take it there, it's very evident. It becomes evident in situations like that where something is important to them and they've asked you not to come or they didn't tell you about it or if you do come, they're not being the same way they would have been had y'all been alone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and it's like, I, 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 like, cause for me, I know that there's an appropriate time for everything. Cause I'm the same way. Like if I don't, if there are certain things that I don't want you to be exposed to, that's fine. But I guess for me, um, for me and for what you've said, the difference is, it sounds like we, neither one of us have an issue communicating that. I don't have a problem communicating that if that's what it is for him. Mm-hmm. It was, an excuse all the time like oh well I'm gonna be with my family so da 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 type thing and it just seems like his family like for me, it wasn't that I wasn't going always going to family events or anything like that it was the fact that family became the reason why he was so far away but you wouldn't let me meet your family you see what I'm saying right it's like yeah it was always like oh well I gotta go to my aunt's thing I gotta go to my sister's thing I gotta go see my nephew I gotta go. it was always every time he had an excuse about why he couldn't be around or why he can attend something, blah, blah, blah. It was always his family. And then it's like, well, if your fl- family is that large of a part of your life, if you're that big of a family guy, how am I not included in that unless this isn't serious? And if that's the case, then let's just not do it. Like, we should... Cause, and that's what I end up having to have a conversation with him. I said, I understand where you're coming from because I'm the same way. I said, however, I said, if there needs to be a conversation that, that, that this ain't what it is, cool. The only problem is I can't take back the fact that you've already, yeah, because for me, where I felt some type of way is, I was like, I can't take back the fact that you've already been engaged with this side of my life that I don't like people to know about. And he didn't, he, I don't think he was getting that. Like, if if this is just some, we gonna do us when we do us and when we not, we not cool. But I need to know that because now you know my friends, you know, like my mom knows about you. I don't like telling people about anybody. So I was like, and I, I said, and very rarely, if you're not my boyfriend, will anybody even know about you in the first place? Right. So the yeah. fact that the whole world has been exposed, yeah, it's like the whole world has been exposed to you. Everybody know that I deal with you. But the other side, like, I, I don't know. It just became, like, for me, I was just like, I don't feel like it's fair that I'm kind of exposed now. Like, I'm out in the open. People know that I deal with you. People know that I like you. My family right, and my right. friends know about you. And then it's not the other side. Like, if we was going to do that, you should have told me so I could have kept it private, too, because now I want to take it back because I don't like doing that anyways, you know? So I was just, like, in this yeah. weird place because it was like, now it'd be different, like, if he wouldn't come and he didn't want to come around my friends and all that stuff, too. Then, like, that's easy to pick up on. But when you left me out exposed, that's when it kind of, it was, like I said, a red flag for me, only because yeah. I am super private and I kind of wish he could have just, like, been that guy in the shadows because I'm really good at not... Girl, I prefer about who it I'm that way with. too. Like you right. in so the shadows, like... you don't gotta meet nobody. You don't have to come to nothing. But when when one person is expecting that type of relationship and the other one isn't, that's not fair. But right. it's also not fair for you to have heard them. Like like you said in your instance, y'all didn't have that conversation. But in my instance, you heard me say that, and you're trying. Yeah, that's to, not cool. It was like he was trying to prove to me that we could take the relationship somewhere else, and I was saying. You don't need to. Uh, let's take a break and we'll be back. Hey guys, so we're back now um, to jump into some more stories. Hey, we have Jasmine on the line and she has some stories, she said, to tell us about the first time that she met her boo's parents and the first time he met hers. 
So, Jasmine, say hey. Hi. <laughs> this is like my <laughs> debut to the podcast world. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, welcome, darling. <laughs> um, so whenever you're ready to start, you just go ahead and you know, you know it. We're going to jump right in. I met his parents first. I met his whole family, actually, at one time. This is like a Sunday mm-hmm. dinner gathering that I was kind of like <sighs> tricked into, I would say. Not tricked into, because he Uh-oh. told me that his grandparents were having dinner, but he didn't tell me that. It was like his mom and her wife, his brother and his wife, his uncle and their three children, and his like it was a whole family dinner. And <laughs> when I get over there um, – First of all, he's four years younger than me. Okay. Okay. He's four years younger than me, and I have a daughter. So he doesn't have any kids, and he's just this little wild, free spirit, me, five years ago. And (laughs) so he definitely brings that goofy kid out of me. We have a lot of fun together. I will say that. We have a lot of fun together. But when I go over there, his his grandmother is like a pastor. His mom is too. And his uh, grandfather is super duper old school. Like, come here and give me a hug. And I'm just sitting here like, oh my God, okay. Um, try not to be too much of myself at first because I can be a lot. I'm a, I'm definitely aware. <laughs> and on top of that, I have my tongue pierced amongst other things. So when I'm laughing, you definitely won't see it. And I just don't feel like I should take my, my tongue right out. <laughs> so that was you definitely was going to be in there laughing and they was going to be like, oh, uh-uh, we need to be Okay, because I've had it for so long, like, I don't think about it. So we go over there. I don't eat red meat. Let me, let me make that sidebar. I don't eat red meat. I don't. I barely eat meat, period. And, of course, they have ribs, steak, and burgers. I'm like, oh, shit. How do I not? I'm sorry. I don't know if I can cuss on here. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be rude and not turn down this food. And I'm just sitting here like, I'm looking, like, what else do they have? They have some potato salad and some, like, deviled eggs or something. So that's all I really get. And so his grandmother looks at me, and she, oh, she's really, really old school. She grabbed my plate and was like, I can make my plate. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cute. My grandmother don't even make my plate, but that's cute. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, do you want ribs or burger? And I just look at her, and I was like, Ugh, I, don't, I don't eat meat. And she looked at me. She said, you don't eat meat. I said, I don't eat meat. I swear to goodness it was a scene out of, like, my big, fat Greek wedding. Y'all remember that? She was like, what do you mean and don't eat no meat? I was like, oh, okay. So you just going to have, like, you going to chuck this burger real quick, Jasmine, what you finna do? So he steps in, and he's like, no, she don't. I forgot to tell you she don't eat meat. And so she's just like, okay, well, then she's just going to eat your potato salad. I have a plate full of potato salad. I'm like, oh, my God. I do not want all this potato salad. But I don't want to be rude. And not eat the daggone potato salad. Luckily, it was good because, you know, everybody can't make potato salad. No. <laughs> but I pissed him off last week. I'm going to tell you how I pissed him off. I made his grandparents mad because we went over there. I didn't know we were going over there. It was like a super last-minute little drive-by because he had to, like, go drop something off. Drop something off. I'm in my pajamas. It's, it's you know, <laughs> the after hours. You know what that means, okay? You know where my mind is. I ain't ready to go see your grandparents. I'm ready to go do something else. So I'm in these little ass, like, see-through leggings, okay? Uh, Legit. You move the wrong way, you seeing everything. I don't want to go into your grandparents' house with these leggings on. Sir, I don't have any panties on. 
I don't have on anything that I need to hear. I am so inappropriate right now to be seeing your grandparents, right? They got it. They were so mad. They were like, so she's just going to sit in the car? And I'm, I'm like, did you not tell them that I was not, I didn't have no clothes on? Hello? Like, I'm in my <laughs> Then they really would have been like, like what you wear girl over here for while she naked? <laughs> Okay, like either way, it was just a lose. So I got mad at him because he didn't tell me. He's like, I don't care to tell you if we're going over here all the time. You could have gave me a heads up to put some pants on. He's like, what you just you gotta be you yourself. To you. I I can be myself with clothes on. I don't want to be myself naked in your grandparents' house and I'm trying to do some other things. So it was just a mess. So they're mad at me. So, but I mean, so far so good. He's he's nice. He's he's a good guy. I will say that. He he loves me and he's he loves my daughter. So I'm blessed. That's all I can really say. Oh yay. Thanks for calling in, Jasmine. <laughs> Thanks. No Jasmine. problem. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. Welcome to the show, Nick. This is the well, I'm saying it like y'all in front of each other. Nikki, my name, my name Nick. <laughs> Hi. Nice to meet you. Nick is one of my friends um, from back in Omaha. We all uh, worked for Union Pacific together. And Nick and his wife are like marriage goals because they're young and cool and they have a really cute son. And Nick, we won't keep you long. <laughs> Appreciate that. I know you're parenting along, alone this weekend, so I won't keep you long just in case Nico. Oh, uh, he's it. down for nap, so we're all good. Cool, uh-huh. cool. Okay. Um, so we'll kind of just jump into it. Like I was telling you, what we really wanted to talk about is like your first time meeting the parents. And so that could either um, be your first time meeting Brandy's parents. Um, and you can also talk about her meeting yours too. Cool. Yeah. So the first time I met Brandy's parents, um, so they're not together anymore. So I, so I met them separately. So the first time I met her mom, uh, we were actually going over to her house, just kind of to kick back and chill. I saw her introduce myself. Um, we talked about sports, a couple other things. But it was like a real laid-back situation. So I had uh, good vibes there. And I, I think I remember Brandy telling me that her mom like, uh, liked me after our first meeting. And oh, then cool. uh, Brandy's dad, it was, it was a little bit different because uh, so we were going at, we were at Brandy's, her, her dad's house. Um, and I, I didn't know he was going to be there, but we were studying. So I was working on my MBA at the time. Brandy was still in law school. And so we were just over there studying. And I wasn't dressed a certain kind of way. I actually had on, like, some, like, a jogging suit and some Tims and, like, a fitted cap. So it's probably not, not <laughs> like, the best outfit that you want to have on when you meet somebody's pops or, or dad. Um, so he came over. He kind of surprised us. And Brandy's like, oh, my dad is here. I was like, all right, well, cool. Let me go introduce myself. So, I, I mean, I introduced myself like I always would. You know, I'm a Southern gentleman, so I know how to approach a father and introduce myself or whatever. But um, I thought we had, like, a, a first good interaction whatever. But at our wedding, he told this story <laughs> that when he first Uh-oh. met me, he thought I was a, he thought I was a thug just because of how I was dressed. Because I had, like, this big jogging suit. I had, like, a, a fitted cap and I had some Tims or whatever. But, I mean, I, I guess it was just the way I looked. So, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think they were both – good meetings. I, I, I don't put like a bunch of pressure or thought into them. I just try to be like my authentic self, regardless of who I'm meeting, but especially someone's parents, I just try to be myself and um, pretty much it, it went from there. So that that was it. That's Were you cool. nervous How at all before she introduced you? Oh, sorry. No, I, I can't say that I, I was nervous because um, we met, I met her parents like early on in our relationship. So I, I would say probably like a month after after we met. Um, so that, there wasn't a lot of pressure. They're like, oh, I need to impress this this mom or this 
this dad because you know I mm-hmm. wasn't even sure if I was gonna marry her at that time or not. You know, we were just girlfriend and boyfriend, so that, there wasn't a lot of pressure there. I would say, and and then I guess in my own in my own corner, I had a lot going for me in the sense that you know I had been working for a good company for I think about five years at that point. I had a couple of undergraduate degrees. I was working on my master's, so I was considering myself like someone that you would want to meet, like your mom and dad. So I didn't, I didn't feel that pressure there either. You better know your value, <laughs> right? <laughs> I it guess like, I, I know I mean, my I'm trying way. to say that humbly. I'm trying to say that humbly because I, I want to, you know, start spending on stats. But I mean, that is important knowing <laughs> your, your worth and your value, and and knowing that your parents should be, you know, happy that their daughter or their son is is talking to someone. That's true. Of that caliber. Now, do you think do you think it made like when you were ready to marry her and ask for her hand in marriage? Do you think it made it easier that you knew them so early on? Yeah, I would say not only that, but also that I had an established relationship with them. So that wasn't the only time that I met them. Like I would see her mom like like all the time. So we were mm-hmm. just cool. And her dad, you know, after he got to get to, get to know me, you know, when I wasn't in my 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 fitted hat and Tim's, you know, we got to connect on. <laughs> just on a regular man-to-man level. So when it came to me going to her pops and asking for his daughter's hand in marriage, you know, I came to him the same way I came the first time we met, you know, out of respect. I came being my authentic self, and so it wasn't, I I wouldn't say it wasn't pressure there either. I mean, as long as you're consistent, I think that makes it easier to kind of relieve that that type of pressure and not making it harder than it has to be. And we have been dating, we, we were dating for, Two and a half years when I asked uh, her father for his, her, her, his daughter's hand in marriage. So I mean, they were probably expecting it. So I don't, I don't think there's a lot of pressure there either. Oh, cool. Okay. So what about um, her meeting your parents? So, because something we were talking about is like how we kind of feel like it's not as big of a deal for guys um, to have yeah. girls meet, but we also haven't had a guy's opinion on the show yet about it. So. How do you feel about that? Like, do you think that's something, like, from a guy's perspective that y'all like to wait, or is it just not a big deal? Yeah, so I guess it depends on the person. But for me, I like to wait. So if my if my parents met you, that means that we're in a somewhat sim- serious relationship. So they, they didn't meet all of my girlfriends, and that was right. that was purpose, purposeful. That was strategic. Mm-hmm. So it, it, even more so that my parents live in Alabama, and Brandy and I were in Omaha. So she had to fly mm-hmm. down with me to meet them. So the fact that we made a trip to come down so you can meet my parents, it, it probably meant a lot more to her as well as my parents. So um, it was Christmas of '09, I believe. So she came down with me because I always go home for Christmas, and we still do to this day. So came down, and it was just like, hey, here's Brandy, here's my family. And, and luckily, like, my family is super um, – What's the word I'm looking for? Like open, open armed when it, when when they meet my friends or whoever it may be, they're gonna accept you just like they accept me. So they were really accepting. I do have two sisters. Um, mm-hmm. I'm the oldest, but uh, one sister is the same age as Brandy, and so they hit it off really well. Like they hung out, they got a lot of the same interests. That's cool. And then my other sister's sister is four years younger, so she came down. She had a really good time. She got the chance to meet a lot of my cousins and whatnot, and everybody kind of just accepted her with open arms. And, and I think. My pam- parents and my family know if it's at a point that I'm bringing them down to meet you, it's not really I'm asking for your acceptance. It's because, like, this is serious enough for me, and, you know, I appreciate you guys if you were supported. So. Come on! 
You better not be asking for no permission. Shoot. <laughs> right, right. Because the thing is, <laughs> your girl or your significant other isn't marrying your family, so you gotta, you gotta Listen. keep that. You're, you're the person that has to deal with them for the rest of your life. So it's more like, hey, this is this is me right here. I appreciate you guys just meeting them and you know extending that being accorded to them, but I'm not asking you to accept them as my girlfriend or boyfriend because they don't have to live with that person. Yeah. You know what? I think that might be a thing because I feel that way too, and I think Candace feels mm-hmm. that way also, but I think it might also be a thing. A lot of the people I know who don't feel that way are people who grew up around all of their family all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know yeah. if I was going to ask if you grew up that way because my parents are from Florida, but my sister and I grew up in Kentucky. We grew up visiting our family. We didn't have our family mm-hmm. all around all the time, so we never had any reason to feel like anyone that we introduced to our family had to get along with our family or whatever the case may be because it was always just understood, like, we we visit each other. We have a good time. We're family all the time, but it doesn't. And nothing that I do in my family, in my life, in my household is going to be detrimental to whatever is going on in your household because our households are right. separate, although we're still all family. So what's your right. family dynamic like? Yeah, so my family are all together. I mean, they still all live in Alabama and relatively close. I mean, my mom's mm-hmm. mother and father were like across the street. My dad's oh mother my God, and father were like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five miles down. So, I mean, we were all really, really close, to, and we spent a lot of time with each other. Like, oh, I ended up going so to Tuskegee University, which is, yeah, wasn't far. So, I spent a lot of time with my family. So, I, I think that social dynamic is definitely there, but I think it also just depend, depends on you as a decision maker as well. So, they know that you yeah. you yourself makes good decisions most of the time. They're not really, oh, we need approval. But if you're a person that has made a few bad decisions, then they probably feel like they need to put a little more input into your decision-making because obviously the ones you've made in the past haven't been as good. <laughs> That's true. I can kind of see that. <laughs> I can see and that. And I'm the oldest, too. My cousins. So if I'm, I'm right. the oldest and I have two sisters, I feel like I do need to approve their boyfriends for whatever reason. <laughs> see? Look at that, dude. So it don't fly the other way, huh? <laughs> right. I know that's kind of wrong, but yeah, maybe because I'm the oldest and I've got two sisters, I feel like i got to protect them, but I need to beat that boyfriend before anything, you know, serious goes down. But I guess that's another Now, how are you as a big day. brother when you meet them? How do you act when you meet the boyfriend? Are you one of them, you know like, what? scare them first and then <laughs> figure it out? Or? It, it depends on the vibe that I get from them. If I, if I meet them and they feel like they got to be this tough guy, then, yeah, we're going to have, like, that tough guy conversation. But if you come in at me and it's just respectful, hey, blah, 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 I'm this, 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 and we just chilling, then that's 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 how it's going to be. You don't, you really ain't got to try to impress me, but the energy you give me is the same energy I'm going to give back to you. But for the most part, it, it's been positive. So, I always wonder what a guy would do if <laughs> – what if, like, somebody – and it don't have to be just you, but, like, think about this hypothetically. Hypothetically – your female relative brings home somebody and, you know, y'all kind of bump head. Like your your attempt at, intimidate them, at intimidating them doesn't work. They're kind of yeah. more of a, a hype person. Like maybe they grew up in a way that when somebody starts trying to come at you, you, I mean, it's no talking. Like we can just fight if you want to. <laughs> 
what y'all gonna do? Right. Do just swing on y'all? Y'all gonna fight? <laughs> What's going on? Right. Happen? You know. So, so that goes back to like being your authentic self. So, me by nature, I'm not a fighter. I know how to fight. I can defend myself most, 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 most definitely. So I'm not gonna try to put that energy out if I ain't ready to get down right there. But you know, <laughs> at the same time, I can let them know. Like, look, I'm coming at you with respect, but if you want to take it there, we can take it there. So you you just got to be prepared oh, no for what's way. out there. You know what I'm saying? See, that's how you know that men end up being crazy regardless because it's like if you do and then he get booked he want to fight, ain't no man going to be like, all right, bro, I was just playing. We can just calm down. They're going to be like, what's up, <laughs> Right. 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 It's, a, it's over then. It's too late. To the house, your family Home boxing match next to Christmas Ain't dinner. nobody coming to the wedding. <laughs> Right. You didn't mess up. You can't even pull names no more for Christmas because you didn't do the number off. Everything got shut down before dinner time. Right. <laughs> the table done got flipped over. It's just a mess, see? Story of it. I just brother's life. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's on the person to prep their significant mm-hmm. other and let them know beforehand, like, look, when you walk in the door, my brother's going to try you, so you need to stand mm-hmm. up for yourself and just be tough. When you meet my sister, she gonna you know, she gonna see what kind of combo you having. So just be ready for it. So that at least that person can know what it is when they get into it, not feeling I like they are coming up and they just gotta fight because they don't know no better. Right. I definitely think so. I think it's on your parents to train you how to be respectful in other people's houses, but it's definitely mm-hmm. on your sis- your significant other to like prep you on how their family is. Because I'm gonna be mad if I walk right. some foolishness and I didn't know your aunties was gonna try to you know, make me do some kind of obstacle course before I walk in there. <laughs> right. That's one of the one of our uh, one of our enemies she said that they would about to get mad about a place. So that's so funny that you say that. But that really is that yeah. you gotta prep people for. And I think too like Nick, like you said, because what I was saying earlier is I really think like it's like if it's their family, I feel like it's my partner's responsibility, like to be in the middle of that and have some control over it. Like, don't have your mm-hmm. IT coming and swinging on me and stuff. So I think like what you said was very important as far as I'm not coming here to get your approval um, from to get you guys' approval. I just want y'all to see who this is and respect that this is me. So um, right. I think that's really good, Nick. So you have a son. So before we let you go, so at what age? Are you expecting Nico to bring a girl home? Man. <laughs> I don't even have no that. son, and my heart started beating fast. I don't know. <laughs> but you I feel know like that, the dad be like, boy. that's my boy. And the mama like, no. Right. Exactly. That, that, that's exactly it. Because as a father, you know, I mean, he could be. He could be a day camera like, Daddy, I like this girl. I'm like, there you go, boy. <laughs> Not day camera. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because that's why we have a father. You want that? Now, if I had a daughter, she I don't want to ever have that combo with her. She needs to be talking <laughs> oh, to my mom about that. Cause, you know what I'm saying? I, I am going to be super defensive. But, I mean, realistically, I mean, we were in the store today, and he he started following this one girl he thought was cute in the store. So <laughs> Because I, I, He's three. He's like, <laughs> I want to follow her, Daddy. I was like, nah, bro, it's a little bit too early for that. But, um, oh my goodness! He already. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, he, cutie, he's three. Yeah, I don't know where he get that from either. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll start have to have conversations about girls. I don't know. Sometime in elementary, but for now, I just let them be a kid. You know, not <laughs> not putting nothing too crazy on them. 
That's true. Because he's going to repeat okay. everything you say anyway. That right. is also very true. Daddy's daddy. talking about some stuff he ain't supposed to be right. <laughs> daddy, I need to start liking girls. Come on, bro. Let me get me. Right. Then your wife's going to be like, excuse me, who, what? I'm sorry. Right. Right. Okay, well, Nick, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, so this one will be um, the show right before Thanksgiving. So. Cool, yeah, I've listened so to the podcast. To I'm yourself. a fan. I like, I like the work oh, you guys do. Yay. I don't know if I listen to the one that I'm on because I don't, I don't like hearing myself. You know how that is. But <laughs> I like the, the conversations that you guys are having. So. Thank well, thank you. We appreciate, we appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah appreciate you that me so well, yeah, we appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. All right, no doubt. Uh, okay, so our show was a little bit different this week. Um, we got a chance to talk to a lot of different people and read a lot of different stories, so we appreciate y'all for sending those in. Um, I think we all can say that we learned a little bit. So, Imani, what would you say your lessons learned is for this show? I would just say go in with an open heart and an open mind. If you love this part, and this is for families and for the significant other. Because if you love the person that y'all have in common, everyone should be open to embracing the person that they love. So if I'm your husband, brother, son, girlfriend, y'all need to be open to meeting me and liking me because he loves me. And if I'm the girlfriend, I need to be open to meeting y'all and liking y'all because he loves y'all. And if I'm, you know, if we're all going to, if the idea is that we're eventually going to be family, we don't want to start it off on a bad foot. So everybody go in open and ready and willing to love one another. That's my lesson learned. Uh, my lessons learned over time has to be to know when to let go of those family members after you met them. I've had some really long relationships with the families of people that I dated after we weren't dating anymore. And it kind of forced them to continue being, to be in my life somehow. So um, what I really learned out of meeting families is like, not to say it got to be beef or anything, but there's, there comes a point in the time where you kind of just have to cut that part off. If you really want to be able to move on with your life. So you can be that Facebook friend, I guess, but you don't need to be going to baby showers and birthday parties and, let the new person have their space because I would hate for somebody to be bringing up an ex in front of me. So I don't want to be that ex that they're bringing up in front of other people or always in the mix of stuff. And that wraps up our holiday episode of Save the Date podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to everybody who contributed a story or who got on a call with us. This was so much fun. We appreciate it. And we appreciate y'all's listeners. Like, that's what makes this fun or possible at all like if we was just getting on here talking to us be sure to leave comments and stuff and participate in our questions and and stuff on social media that's how we know like what y'all want to hear and everything um this is a bi-weekly podcast so you can catch us here again not next week but next next week to have your stories and questions included on any future episodes just email us at save the date sos at gmail.com and you can also follow our personal twitter handles um, for constant commentary, mine is Imani or whatever. And mine is Irik Success. Thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yes, happy Thanksgiving and happy rest of the holidays or whatever else y'all celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it for me. Until next time. Bye. Bye.